0: Let's play D and D, you and me, and all of our best friends. Let's play D and D, our favorite RPG. Escape real life and play pretend for a while. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Rule of Cool podcast. I'm Morgan,
1: and I'm Nathan.
0: And today we are going to be talking about creating an NPC.
1: Heck yeah! This was voted on by our Discord. We threw out a few options. Uh, we've been a little lax on that because we've kind of had a couple planned episodes. But uh, make sure you join us on Discord so you're able to uh, help help decide what you want us to talk about on uh, on these episodes because that's something we want to we want to get your guys' feedback on what you guys want to hear about.
0: Yeah. We had 13 votes on the creating an NPC. It was like nothing for the other
1: ones too.
0: Yeah, it was like three to four to 13. So everybody obviously wanted us to talk about um, creating an NPC, how to do so, um, and what you need to prepare.
1: Yeah. Well, we've talked some about NPCs before. Um, So I know that anybody that's listened to all the episodes, which like, it's actually a halfway decent amount now, kind of. Like, yeah, we're on episode we're, 19 we're right before now. Before we had we're like five episodes. episodes, you're like, oh, you probably listen to all of them. But yeah, now Nathan, we've, we've got a bunch.
0: We've been doing this podcast for 23 weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a lot.
0: That's almost half a year.
1: Yeah. What is, um, when was our first episode? Do you know when our first episode was? Our first episode was just like a high. No, no, no. <laughs> when, do you know what are. what day? Like, well, let me check. When's it? When's it? When's the <laughs> one year anniversary of Rule of Cool? It's like Spotify. August.
0: Hey, for reference, you can check out our, our <laughs> check out our podcast on Spotify. Uh, if you just search "Rule of Cool Podcast," our first episode was released on September eighteenth, twenty twenty
1: i soon as we probably recorded
0: the first episode in, like... On September 11th.
1: What <laughs> oh, would it have been?
0: <laughs> it would have been, like... uh, It would have been the 12th. It would 12th. Oh,
1: okay. That yeah, way we don't have to share a... We don't have to share our anniversary <laughs> with September 11th, at least.
0: Yeah. Yup.
1: That would have been awkward.
0: Yeah. It is what it is. Um, so, creating an NPC. For those of you who aren't familiar with a lot of D&D terms, what's an NPC, Nathan?
1: Uh, an NPC is a very simply, it's a non-playable character, non-player character. Um, some people kind of say that different ways, but um, it's, it's the people in your world, in your game, that aren't, played by the people at the table as in the players not the dm mm-hmm. the other players it's everyone that's not one of them uh, i mean pretty simply that's that's what it is it's it's all the rest of them you've got your your adventuring party you've got the people sitting at the table and everyone that the dm does is an npc yep uh, it's really that that easy it's it's all <laughs> of them it's the monsters it's the people it's the babies it's the it's beaches, the ambiance,
0: the pets.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the the living tr- living trees. It's the wind. <laughs> you are all NPC.
0: You are all. You are the soul of the forest. Um.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It, it's <laughs> NPCs is is everything that's not ran by your players. I mean.
0: Yeah. yeah. So obviously as a dm you need npcs to kind of push things forward in your world because it's not just going to be your players dropped into the world doing nothing but like fighting monsters and even then the monsters are technically npcs like we said so the first thing that you need to do when you're thinking of creating your npcs is what is it for how will you be using it What makes what is the reason for creating this NPC?
1: Well, you think about there's a lot of NPCs that are made of like just like on the fly. I mean, I know Morgan's had to make them. I've had to make them. Those NPCs you don't even have a chance. They're just like they're like, hey, I turn. Is there anyone standing around? You're like, oh, sure, yeah, there's a person, and then they (laughs) like have a conversation with them. These are when you're when you're trying to create an NPC ahead of time. It's, this is like that very first step of like, okay, wh- why am I making this? You know, why am I not just coming up with it on the fly? Why is there a reason that I'm having to make stats for them or design them at all? Like, you know, cause there's a lot of NPCs that you can just kind of create as you go. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, if you're working ahead of time to make an NPC, I think that this is a good way to start that says like, Okay. Now, like, there's a reason I want to create this. It's got to be, like, something's going on or, like, there's they're going to interact with this person specifically to push the forward, story forward or something like that.
0: Yeah, and there's different reasons for that empathy. NP- I can't. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Um, yeah. There are different ways that npcs will be pushing the story forward or adding to the story so is this a ally is this an enemy um is this a tavern owner a shopkeep barkeep um is this a player uh npc from a player character's background um i.e siblings uh old leaders of groups that they had been in. Yeah. Um, siblings. I don't is know this, is I this the king
1: of your whole realm, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, and then DMPCs.
1: Whether intentional or non-intentional. <laughs> if, you, if you're if you creating I, this character and you're like, this motherfucker's going to get kidnapped, then maybe you should stat them out a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I... I am notorious for forcing DMs into having DMPCs. (laughs) Um, Yeah, DMPCs uh, are basically NPCs that end up becoming such an integral part of the campaign that at this point, it's a player character that the DM plays alongside of all the characters.
1: I will say that I don't personally like the idea of a DMPC that's like, pre-planned to like be one of the adventuring party members as in like the dm gets to dm but also gets to be a pl- main player yeah i, I mean it I just think,
0: feels a little weird in that way
1: I, I know that that happens and like it's it's fine and all but like there's this there's a sense of like if you're playing and dming like you can very easily give yourself the spotlight and like take away from the kind of attention that you'd be giving to the players. Like even when I have like a kidnapped NPC that's taken along with the group, like they are very much in the background. Like they're yeah. not jumping out in fights and like slaying all the monsters. Like they're in the background, like, uh, "Is everybody okay? Do you guys need a juice box?" Like, <laughs> they're yeah, they're checking on people. They're they're not in the front, like just slaying the dragon. As everyone's in the back, like, uh, "Okay, what do we do now?"
0: <laughs> right, and and we had talked before about having NPCs that are played by guest players, yeah, and that's a kind of gray area because on one hand, um. A lot of these NPCs are, you know, temporary player characters is essentially what they are, Um, but they have a specific purpose, a specific design that the DM has for them. So like I had talked about before, I am a guest NPC player in um, Mod Alyssa's, one of Mod Alyssa's campaigns called The Collective, and I am an ally to them. I play a werewolf fighter rogue. Um, she's a lot of fun. I love her very dearly, but but as I mentioned before. Um, it's not Rona. I, know I confirmed not it to earlier. get <laughs> what.
1: So it's not the Rona, guys. I confirmed that she tested negative early.
0: It's not the Rona. I got tested for the Rona last week, and it came back negative. I did have a severe upper respiratory infection, so there is that. Uh, working through it, but I'm <laughs> fine. Um, <laughs> Anyways, I may be playing an NPC, and I do have an attachment to that character. But I also know that it is a person in the campaign that is strictly meant to move plot forward.
1: Yeah, well, when it, when I'm it come, not
0: playing her because I created her, and I love her. When, when yeah. it comes
1: down to it, too, like you're still even if even if a guest NPC, you know, a guest player has a little more control than the regular player characters, you're still not the DM and you still can't like, be like, Hmm, I'm DM. My player that I play really wants magical item of awesomeness. Here's Mm -hmm. a sword that does 10,000 damage per swing. Like, I'm not saying, you know, most people would do that, but there's like that kind of level of that as the DM, you have so much control over the game that putting a player in there that you want to like, do cool things and also be kind of the star of the show. Um, I, I kind of frown upon that a little bit, but you know, definitely yeah. that when I say DMPC, I, I'm also referring to those kidnapped NPCs and mm-hmm. those kind of things because that happens, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so once you know how you'll be using this NPC, um, you can decide how, much work you need to put into it basically yeah um how ready that this character needs to be for the game um so obviously if you're going to be fighting with this character you need to have all the stats and abilities figured out um
1: yeah you gotta if you're if you especially we're talking about like the kidnapped NPC and stuff if like if you're players are about to take this thing into combat like every other turn like you're gonna have to have its abilities ready to go you're gonna have to know what it's you know attacks do and how strong it is but if you don't have to worry about that stuff maybe like have something in mind um you know like oh like if if it comes up by any chance i'll just use like a town guard stat block you know and we'll and then just go okay, but I don't have to sit here and worry about it has exactly this much strength or this much dexterity. Yeah, Like we're talking about like a shopkeeper or a bartender or something like that. You're going to be able to just say like, cool. They, They have these important things for the role play aspect of it, but I can leave that out. Or if you're talking about like a town guard, like maybe you that's about to get into this fight with him, right? Maybe he doesn't have, like, a ton of, like, background information. He's just, like, a guy that you're going to use tactically in a battle. Um, You know, different things like that. You can kind of, like, gauge how fleshed out they need to be once you know how they're going to be used.
0: Yeah, and sometimes, you know, you start out and you have hardly anything. You have a face and a name for them. And then as you go on, you know, they keep interacting with the same character over and over and over and you're like Save all right. right okay so now I need to figure out a backstory oh my daughter was kidnapped and I have to go find her <clears throat> uh-
1: <laughs> yeah well and this is something that I like to do with like unless we're talking about the very obscure like I you know made up on the spot NBC is I like to add I, I like to give an NPC wants or desires when they're not just the most obscure random on the spot kind of npc if i'm designing an npc whether it's like a simple thing or much more intense um i want to be able to design you know what do they want why are they living what are they doing and how when they interact with the party is that going to either be um helping them keep their wants and desires secret or furthering it um you know and it, it can be as simple as i you know i put in our notes here like a town guard who just wants to keep on order. Like that's his job. He's sick of all the, his town being beat up by people all the time. And he just wants to keep it orderly or a shopkeeper who just wants to make it rich. And like, so he charges mm-hmm. the party a ton of money every time they come in, um, you know, all the way up to the diplomat that wants to betray the entire kingdom and, you know, burn everything to the ground. You know, you, it gives them, it gives him something be beyond that base level. Like, Oh, they're, you know, kind of quirky and fun. And they, you know, have a funny voice and they look like this to like, yeah, they have all that, but they're also like, you know, kind of an asshole because they, they it's mm-hmm. like a shop geek that like always charges way more than everyone else, but he does have good stuff. So you always come back to him and like uh, kind of gives you that, that further interest into an NPC that's beyond just like, oh yeah, they're just like a dude and they've got a funny voice. And uh, every time you talk to him, that's about it and gives gives that intrigue and like when you start thinking like that where you're going to be able to give someone beyond that base level give them that like like i said the wants and desires it can drive the story a lot in your own head like you're you're just sitting there preparing like you're like okay uh i'm gonna make this shopkeep and then you're like hmm what should i what should i give them for like what do they want in the world and then you go like maybe like this guy wants to, like, franchise, like, across the whole world, right? And then, like, you know, later on, it's, like, a recurring plot point where, like, maybe it ends up coming up that, like, the party has to, like, put a stop to him because he's, like, pushing out other small businesses and other towns and franchising and, like, uh, you know, you could do cool stuff like that. It, it gets your mind moving where you're, like, oh, this is really interesting. Let me, like, expand upon that. Oh, boom, now you've got, like, a whole story arc where they've got to take down this, like, mogul titan of business who's like putting in magic item shops across the world but <laughs> charges too much on all of them and you know kills small businesses
0: yeah and and kind of once you get you know that story that intrigue that um, what we call in the theater world uh, objective yeah. super objective or um, base objective then you move on to kind of statting it out um, And then you kind of from there, you know, once you start to stat it, you think, well, is this going to be like a full ass character? Yeah. You know, is this going to be like a custom character with their own abilities and like stats? Words are hard today. God. Words are hard. Yep, um, and if that's the case, then you can create your NPC just like you would create a character, you yeah. know? You can go into the character manager on Roll20 or the character creator on D&D Beyond or, you know, do it on paper because it's been a while since I've made a character on paper before, <laughs> like, God.
1: Um, yeah, like, I you forgot can you just, could do that. <laughs> yeah. You don't need a computer um, to do it.
0: You can just straight up make a computer like you would a player character, um, but this is mostly for NPCs. That, like I said, you're gonna have a lot of detail. They're gonna be very specific. Yeah. Um, so, for example, if you watch QQA, um, for Alyssa's characters, um, for Dozy's brothers, I don't have character sheets for them. They're they're that just the two little boys campaign, that run around. Right? Um, But for the headmistress, Annalyn Amorest, I have a full statted out kitted character sheet specifically for her um, as if she were a player character. Um, And then if you don't need a full character sheet, then you can just use a random stat block from like i mean you can find stat blocks on dd beyond or roll 20 any of the compendiums yeah. um of just you know town guard or assassin or yeah. acolyte yeah i mean know, they have a those. ton
1: in there and you band it, and then you can go okay well this guy's kind of tough they've got bandit captain like yeah you know there there's a lot you can kind of go off there and Guess what? You're the DM. It doesn't have to. You don't have to cut and paste like, or you know, just like take and put in there. You can cut and paste things around as much as you want. If you have something specific that you want done, like a a great example is like maybe you don't like the like assassin or rogue like basic stat block, apply it to bandit captain, but give him sneak attack. Why not? Yeah. You know you you can kind of do whatever you like because I mean, just like in real life in your world, not everyone's exactly the same maybe this bandit captain is you know extra tough and also is very npcs
0: sneaky. can multi-class Yeah, npcs can multi-class just like your player ca- characters can um, don't forget that and well, use it to your advantage
1: <laughs> a, a cool thing about you know D and everything like like you know making npcs is that like they've they can have a lot of different strange stuff compared to what the PCs can have the PCs have like a fairly linear track to follow mm-hmm. um where it's like you know you get a couple branches as you go but you've got to kind of follow it your npc could do whatever the heck it wants it could have a lich that could have you know great weapon master and sneak attack and do whatever it wants i mean it's it's oh. your npc like i mean I personally feel like you should always justify doing crazy things like that. Like if you're going to have a lich who like also has sneak attack and also has like, you know, some kind of crazy fighter ability and stuff like that, maybe like kind of give reason for it so that it makes a little bit of sense to your players, not just like you're saying, hey, fuck you. I'm just going to destroy you. Yeah. But if especially if you can justify it, do it. That's awesome. The more the merrier.
0: Yeah, and if you want to make an NPC that's barbarian rogue and uh, cunning action hides and then rages while they're under complete stealth, fucking do it, and then please tell me how it went. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> I just imagine. I just had that
0: idea in my head, and now I want to see it. i
1: just imagine like some like beefy ass like fucking half orc guy or something like that, like. Hiding behind a bush, and then you just hear the behind the bush, <laughs> like powering up. Hulk's out like,
0: behind a bush.
1: <laughs> they're like, we, we, I, I didn't see where he went, but I'm pretty sure he's behind that bush. <laughs>
0: <laughs> pretty sure it's that bush. Could he's be like, wrong. no, it's not.
1: I'm not back here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Roll <Real> stealth <laughs> gets a thirty two. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're like, well, I. They're like. The bush knows but I think that's like a, a TikTok or maybe it was like on YouTube or whatever, where they're like, uh, like a tree or something like that. And it's like, it's like, is this tree always been here? And he's like, the tree, the person that's like pretending to be a tree, he's like, nope. And he's like, oh, tree must know better than me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, once you have your character started out, then which I mean, you can skip the stats if it's not an important character and skip straight to this step, but. Yeah. Picking a voice.
1: This is always the fun one.
0: Yeah. Uh, where are they from? Does that place they're from have a specific dialect that goes with it?
1: And this is also goes goes kind of back to was it last week that we talked about it with gatekeeping your your region doesn't have to, you know, you don't have to apply to this, right? Like you can do whatever you want with the voice, but I think that it's cool to think about like if you're trying to get that sense of like, oh, you're in this very specific area. Maybe a lot of them have a little bit of a similar, you know, kind of tone or sound to them. Yeah. um It, it can kind of create that worldly feel, like feel as in like the real world. Like if I was to travel to, you know, France. Like, people are going to have an accent to me over there. Like, yeah. they yeah. may all... they could, uh, You could listen to ten different voices, but there's still going to be, like, an accent that, like, underrides those sounds that make it specific to the region, but they can still have their own voices on top of that.
0: Yeah. Tu parles français? Je parle français un peu?
1: No. Nothing. <laughs> I, took, I took Spanish in high school and I still don't speak it. <laughs> at oh,
0: all. Um, I don't speak any Spanish. Uh, I speak French. I speak some German. I say adios I speak lot. English. Um, is your creature a creature? Is it a person? Is it a monster? Because um, that can have an effect on what kind of voice you use. Yeah. Um, you always want whatever voice you pick to not have no reason, if yeah. that makes sense. Um, if you're playing a monster, you want that monster to sound... A certain way you want it to sound scary you want it to sound creepy um maybe you want it to sound really like weirdly funny yeah um because got, all of those little different aspects yeah all those different aspects will change how the MP- npc is perceived by the players um so
1: which, <laughs> which is important like if you're if you're trying to put something forward that's intimidating like you've like got a beholder, right? They like you're like you enter into this realm, and there's this large hole in the center. And out comes these floating eye stalks, and they all kind of flicker and look at you. And out comes this giant head, and you see this like toothy maw as it like emerges, like this grim snarl. And you're like, "Hey guys, what's up?" <laughs> like, and you're like, everyone's just gonna start laughing. Honestly, no. though. Like, there's no, like, you've, Um, you've set this whole, like, moment of intimidation up where everyone's like, oh, fuck, we're going to fight a beholder. And then you're like, hey, what's up, dudes? Like, I'm going to fuck you up real quick. (laughs) And then they're like, everyone's like, fuck this guy.
0: Yeah. I mean, just let's have another little moment. Remember how I, I uh, described something the other day? Uh, We're going to, we're going to take a little trip. So you tell me what you feel after listening to these different kinds of voices. Okay? Okay. Uh hi there, Sugar. It's nice to see you today. Did you eat your breakfast this morning?
1: I feel fucking uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Chat um, if that,
1: if that was good for you, uh no king shaming on our our stream, but
0: No <laughs> king shaming. With you seen have you seen? Have you seen this
1: have you seen those TikToks where it's like uh supposed to be like in the like Point of view of like someone talking to you. It's like your f- cool aunt or something like that. And like other oh, stuff. Yeah. I like watch those, and my skin's like, <laughs> this is creepy. God, like, it's you? okay, honey. We won't tell your mother. And I'm like, <laughs> next. Oh.
0: oh the the.
1: I don't, oh, I'm not
0: gonna. <laughs>
1: Yeah, stuff like that. I don't know, that's what that gave me the feeling of like well, did then, you eat your breakfast oh my this morning? And the, I'm like
0: the TikToks where someone just talks in like a soft voice and it's like really pleasant. Those like put me to sleep. When they're like, "Hi. How are you today?"
1: You got to listen to that Calm app. You get ads for that before.
0: I have gotten ads <laughs> for that. You know what I want to <laughs> fall asleep to? Uh fucking um what's his name? Ron Swanson.
1: <laughs> Why I Ron Swanson? His name i forgot his name because his voice is
0: soothing have you listened to it like the long solace twitch channel yeah um
1: light up a a candle and talk real
0: soft and smooth to everybody um I, cause you know, I have a pretty chaotic voice. My voice is, I feel like it's very abrasive. Other people have said that it's very pleasant to the ear. I still don't understand that, but I have many voices in real life that I use. So yeah. this is my like natural speaking voice, right? Yeah. This is my hanging out with the friends, talking to them. Um, what's
1: your bro girl voice? Have, <laughs>
0: huh?
1: Your bro girl voice.
0: This is my bra girl voice. Um, <laughs> you're right. It kind of is. <laughs> you're um, right. All
1: right.
0: <laughs> you're like right. And then I have my, like, um, official podcast voice where everything's kind of a little higher, a little sweeter, but, like, smooth. Um, I try to make it a little bit like honey. I want people to like the sound of my voice, and I want to not hate the sound of my voice. Um, and then I have my customer service voice, which I flipped from being jacked at work. I was so mad and then like flipped immediately into my customer service voice. And I scared my coworker because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to murder this kid. I'm so mad. I'm so sick of this shit. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then the phone rang and I was like, hi, thank you for calling XYZ place I work. How can mm. I help you? <laughs> Don't
1: shout it out. Somebody's going to show I get up for you
0: today. <laughs> I'm not going to tell people where I work.
1: No. <laughs> just imagine you know, say it offhandedly thinking nobody would. And then you're just you're like, hey.
0: If people yeah, show up to Morgan. where I work, I will give you $5. Because <laughs> I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, and if you're going to drive all the way out here to see me, I'll give you $5 for gas. It'll get well, you a well, gallon what? and a half where I am right now. What if it's, um, what if
1: it's the real creepy one, though? Like the you you say it and you think like, Oh, somebody showed me like, Oh Morgan, what's up? But instead it's like some guy like will take his hands out of his pockets and he's just like hey
0: I have have a registered firearm. (laughs) That's what I have to say to that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will follow you home just so you know.
0: (laughs) I live in the country where people keep firearms in their vehicles. Um
1: (laughs) That's my creepy guy voice. Hey, they just make lots of weird <laughs> sucking noises for no reason. I don't know why.
0: God, <laughs> yeah. Uh going to get random phone calls. Please don't call my place of work. I haven't posted where I work anywhere, so please don't. Please don't. But if you would them. like me to record a voicemail for you in my customer service voice or in my podcast voice, I can absolutely do that for you.
1: Get on the dark web. Finder,
0: get on, uh, go on Fiverr, please, <laughs> please pay me five dollars and I will record a voicemail for you. This is this is not a joke.
1: <laughs>
0: um, anyways, back to <laughs>
1: we had to. We had <laughs> to have of a tangent. There they are. It had to happen. What? It had to happen. We if we didn't have oh, a tangent, yeah. I'd be like, we're definitely sick. Something's wrong. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I Dude, I might be sick. I can't stop coughing. I don't know if I'm allergic to our new laundry detergent. That might be what it is because I just washed these clothes. Yeah. And I might be allergic to the laundry <laughs> detergent, which wouldn't be a, the first time, but it's really unfortunate. Last week's I, episode, like, I don't know what was going hurts. on. My throat hurts.
1: I was like clearing my throat a ton in that last episode that I had to edit yeah. out because I don't know what it like. It was just like nonstop. I was like, <clears throat> <clears throat> I was like kind of disgusting.
0: Yeah, I know. And I feel bad because we're on stream and I don't want to be gross on stream, but also I'm going to be myself because like you guys deserve me being myself. Hey,
1: if you don't, but... like, if you don't <laughs> like the full nastiness, then you got to listen to the podcast or it if you don't like up.
0: bra girls, this is not the podcast for you. <laughs>
1: if you don't want to see Morgan clearing her throat and drinking out of a red solo cup, you got to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Twitch stream is, is Morgan just like chugging a red solo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: fucking smokers <laughs> lung all up in here um <laughs> it's fine everything's fine God everything's okay it's okay I seriously think I'm allergic to something because that's what it feels this is gonna be a fun episode Are okay you, uh, let's keep going to the bullshit let's go before I need to go get an epipen. <laughs> um this is only half a joke um do you
1: have an epipen?
0: I do have an EpiPen. Yes. What
1: are you allergic to? You need an EpiPen for?
0: I'm so. I'm allergic to weird things, right? And ha- I can't get my headphones to sound. Um, <laughs> some of the things is like I'm really just sensitive to them. Mm. They make me very sick, but I'm not actually allergic. But I am allergic to some um, materials and cleaning products. Mm. So a lot of like, God, my, what the fuck is my hair doing? A lot of like. <laughs> Um, sanitization products, uh, if it's not just like straight up hand sanitizer, like the alcohol based hand sanitizer, Yeah. if it's like a cleaning product sanitizer, um, some laundry detergents, which we just got a new one and I'm probably allergic to it. Um, lotions, perfumes, things like child. that. I am a child. I'm um, allergic
1: to bees. I don't well, have yeah. an pin anymore. I'm, I'm allergic to bees, but... Oh. I don't have a uh, health insurance, so I don't have an EpiPen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have health insurance either. The only reason, actually, my EpiPen is probably expired. Yeah. Anyways, so back to... Back uh, to
1: the podcast. Back to the podcast. <laughs> now that we've talked about EpiPens and Brewer Girls and all the other dumb <laughs> stuff. Creepy people Uh-oh. showing up to Morgan's work.
0: Yeah, I already have creepy people at my work. Please, please, if you happen to figure out where I work, don't if, don't go
1: if there. If you somehow find out... Well, I mean, I work at a bunch of places because I drive around. But if you follow me around at work, I will tase you. So <laughs> be, <laughs> be on the watch you, out. <laughs> Fuck, <Funny> tase <laughs>
0: um, Anyways, so back to MVCs. So once you kind of figure out um, the voice... Uh, You also need to be able to give a solid description of this person being monster to your players Uh, because unless you're going to have a model of it, you need to be able to get their mindset right with whatever it is um, they're going to be interacting with.
1: Well, and I think it definitely, especially if you're playing like online, it's even super, even more easy um Mm -hmm. otherwise like you can i don't know if you've got a monster manual at a table you can like show over some of those like kind of hard to describe hard to imagine monsters having that visual aid can be super helpful um i I definitely would recommend that i know i like to when i have like a weird interesting monster drop it in our discord chat and like be like oh this is what it looks like and then everyone's like oh shit that thing's super creepy like Mm -hmm. um that's always fun but especially when it comes to like a person like you know give them something that like Helps describe them a little bit. Give, you know, give a rough estimate of like, are they big and strong? Are they small and weak? Are they old? Are they young? Like being able Do to just. they have
0: flesh dripping from their shoulders? Are, they, are there worms poking out of their skin? Um, get it, creepy with it. <laughs> yeah.
1: It, it, as much as you want to go, if you just want to be like, it's a fat, old, balding man. Like.
0: Well, yeah. And this also depends on, you know, what it is this person is doing if it's just a barkeep that they're barely going to talk to and run into maybe once yeah it's a roughly five foot eight kind of stocky uh half orc um
1: looks like he used to be pretty tough but now he's got a little bit of a beer gut going you know yeah Uh, add add little descriptors and just and and one thing that i that is definitely cool to do is use these descriptors to show pcs like the usefulness of these people right like if you're about to like have them getting some like fight in this tavern and you're like oh the barkeep is like this like fucking beefy like half-orc guy that like looks like he could like really kick some ass he's got scars all over his body Mm -hmm. and then they get into this fight right they might think oh, there's that fucking tough-ass half-orc barkeep, like, dude, come help us beat this guy's ass or something, right? Like, yeah, you know, the, there's that. Or if you're, like, you see this, like, you know, skinny old man, like, shaking as he's pouring beers, like, I mean, and then they're, <laughs> like, they'd be, like, oh, protect the old barkeep. He's going to die if he gets in this fight. Right. Um, you know, kind of using those descriptors to just show a little bit of more um, – The usefulness of of things, you know, using, you describe somebody maybe a little offhanded that has like a big robe and like a long staff, like the players might go, oh, I wonder if that's a wizard, you know, like, um, you know, different things like that, that can kind of just subtly describe them and put a little bit of, oh, I wonder this or this, or like maybe this could be helpful or useful information in the future, um, to the PCs with just descriptions, you know? Yeah. talk about like a giant scar across some guy's face. And then that might come into a whole conversation. you would be like, you want to know how I got this scar? God, well, no, you know, no. and-
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Um, yeah. things from their background that could be important descriptors and letting the party know who they're dealing with. And this goes for allies and monsters. I mean, if you come up on a creature and you're like, yeah, it's, it's like a flying, kind of dragon looking thing and it's actually a freaking harpy like you know yeah those are two very different things um
1: well and it, it's okay to give a description off uh you know off of exactly what it is the other thing you know i think is interesting giving a description is like if you're talking about more you know monsters if i'm standing like you know, 10 feet across from somebody, you probably get a pretty good look at them. But if you're giving a description based on like some creature you saw like sneaking along the top of this ridge, um, give them a description based on how good their perception check is. Why not? Like, yeah, maybe they like, you, they you, they roll and it's like a 10, but this thing was pretty sneaky in itself. So you're like, oh yeah, it just looks like a couple travelers walking along. Then they like get up there and like, boom, you're fighting some kind of monster. Like it it, it, it can kind of, be based and they're like, "Oh, I thought you said it looked like travelers." Well, you didn't look very well. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and be able to kind of make those adjustments and and play around with how well you describe something.
0: Yeah. And last but not ne- least <laughs> Excuse neased. me? Excuse me. Brain? <laughs> Where did you go? hard. <laughs> yeah, for real, god. Um, last but not least, names um nathan Uh, made our notes and (laughs) i agree with him random name generators are going to be your best friend yeah um
1: unless you're just really good at that like if that's your dm skill fucking dude good
0: yeah also something (laughs) i do is i take um some of my favorite characters from tv and movies and video games and other dnd things yeah and i change a letter (laughs) um
1: at at a b (laughs) at a b all the names um, but with a b
0: at brendan lee mulligan um but basically like i did um brendan what is it what was it it was like brendan key uh walligan was one of my npcs brendan key walligan um I just changed one letter yeah. in every name.
1: <laughs> well, and it's it's just tough. Like uh, coming up with a name and like you've got to decide like how serious or non-serious you want to give them. Yeah. You know, I, I put in here in our notes, like if, you, if funny stuff's okay, name them Floop the Poop Goblin. That's fine. But if you're trying to have this very like serious campaign, then, you know, be able to add some more, um, you know, Add something that doesn't go, okay, this is just stupid and funny. Like, add yeah. you want to come up with the, like, you know, Lord blah, blah, blah of something, something, right? Like, I can't even think of anything. I'm so bad at naming things. I, I, Lord I use Waterton
0: of Candia.
1: <laughs> Sir Morgan.
0: <laughs> Lady Morgana of the lake. Uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, you, you want to come up with serious stuff, but <coughs> if if it's okay to have some fun, I mean... Why, why not have them come across, you know, NPC name Joe? Like, that's fine. Can't. I mean, it doesn't have to be, Honestly. like, some fantasy name. You know, you come across, like, if you're talking about these guys, like, they're going to be more recurring. Maybe you want to give them something a little more fantasy and interesting. But, like, if they're at the, sh- the shop and they're, like, trying to buy some potions and they're like, what's your name? And he's like, oh, my name's Bill. Okay, that's his name. Like, it's just a name. Like, what is? It doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be anything super specific. Um, You know, for example, like with uh, my Saturday game, when they met Billy, I just came up with a name. Billy ended up being a a whole kidnapped NPC who betrayed the party down the road, and like it was all disinterest. But when I came up with Billy, Uh it was just because they went, "What's your name?" and I went, "Billy." (laughs) Oh, Billy. So. It really, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, unless that's what you're going for, you really want to. I know that like uh, when I used to play with the DM screen, now I have a computer so I could just go to random name generators and do it real quickly. But I used to Mm -hmm. keep a note card um, taped to the back of my DM screen that had usually somewhere between, if I crossed them off, like five to ten male, female um, names. And I would just like, if I needed one real quick, I would just look i the back of my DM screen, say, cool, that's this person's name, and I'd cross it off and I'd write it in my notes. Um, just a quick way to say, like, I don't have to come up with this right here on the spot. I can go on a random generator, write them out on a note card at the table, and then stick them to the mm-hmm. back of my DM, sc- DM screen and just have them ready. That way I don't yeah. have to try to come up with them on the fly because, like I said, if that's your skill as a DM, I seriously applaud you because it is deal. not mine. yeah. I, w- but, I, w- I will give everyone a real life name before I try to come <laughs> up with a fantasy name.
0: Yeah, but seriously, fan...
1: <laughs> Morgan's just having one today.
0: Hmm. Fantasy name generator. That's where you want to go um, to find to find names if you're not good to. at it. Um, and if it's not an important character, fuck the last name. You don't need a last name.
1: No, yeah, you definitely don't. Need don't don't need it at all. I'm scrolling this real quick. They they have so many like um, kinds of names, where it's like yeah, you you can get very specific, as in like uh, you know, different ways. rich name, ghoul name, you know, giant name, null names, gnome names, goblin names. You know, you can really get to something very specific. That I mean, that's just me scrolling for like a second over a bunch of these sphinx names, dragonkin names, griffin names. I mean, like. You can go so wildly throughout these and like get something that's kind of specific. Like this generator will literally be your best friend because it is very, very helpful. Um, yep. If you didn't already know about this, fantasynamegenerators.com. Hit it up. They got the whole fantasy names. Um, they, I mean, they have other stuff too. Yeah, you can get places. fantasy towns. Yeah. I mean, you can get. They've taverns got all kinds of stuff like that on there like if you're bad at doing names this will help you i promise um it just because like i said i'm that same way i cannot name things to save my life so <laughs> kingdom names you could do that boom Allegon alagon kingdom boom that's a cool sound name right boom there you go you just named your kingdom <laughs>
0: Heck yeah.
1: Some of them are more hard to say. I definitely like, this is another a quick tip for using a random name generator. Uh, before you just like look at it and try to say it to your players, I would recommend <coughs> trying to, even if you're like mute yourself for a second, try to pronounce it a couple times in a row. So you know that you can keep pronouncing it throughout the game. <laughs> Cause I've done that before where I'll like use a weird name and then like throughout the game, it's like changing every time I have to say it again. Cause I read it differently. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It, it can be difficult, and then like it's also like your perception, right? Like uh, Morgan plays in my like one-shot game campaigns. Um, it's a uh, Alaris, right? I said it right? Alaris. Alaris. Okay, I said it right. But like, I don't know why, like somebody can say that to me and then I'll read the name and I can't say it right. Like it's just like my yeah. brain won't process. Like if I think about it hard enough, I know it's Alaris, but like if if I am see it, I read it like Alarize or Alar- Alaris or something weird. Like yeah. for whatever reason, like as a DM, like, <laughs> my brain can't read it properly and then say it. So For some
0: reason... I always pick names that people can't say. The only name that I've picked for a character that someone has been able to say is Tempest. Because I have Tempest. I have Alarin, which is A L A R Y N. I have um, Alaris. Don't at me. I like A names. A L A R I -I S E. I -I, have.
1: This is how I always say
0: it uh, right. Jamarin, J A apostrophe, M A R E N. Um, who else do I have? I mean, I have Liliana, but she's technically not my character. I didn't come up with the name, but Liliana. Yeah. Um, do I have any other characters right now? I don't.
1: I think that's it. As far as I, I know, think that's games, it. at least like your main games.
0: Yeah. Oh, Titania. I forgot Titania. Um, which they all call me Tiny because for some reason none of them can say Titania. So my <laughs> character's name is just Tiny. It fits. She's a little half-elf.
1: Little shit. <laughs> She's a
0: little half-elf bard, College of Eloquence. College of Eloquence, bard.
1: Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, names are hard. They really are. I don't. I don't fault any of you if you struggle to use, to name things in your campaigns. Like, I do constantly. So uh, isn't that just
0: titania, titania, like the fairy queen. Yes. Yep. That is who I named her after. Also, Titania is Greek for the oracle. Um
1: Titania?
0: Nope. Titania.
1: Titania. Titania? Titania. That sounds like a weird thing. You get a tit-on-ia.
0: titania. <laughs> titania? That's n- not how you say the fairy queen's name.
1: Is that is that how you decide if someone Titania. if someone is uh, got the boobies or not? You you got a tit on you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what, Nathan? <laughs> oh, no, I was <laughs> exactly right.
1: Thank I you. Know. I appreciate
0: I it. I pride myself on being correct on a lot of things. You, you asked. <laughs> ask really that sounded really rude. I'm so sorry I did not mean for that to sound as rude <laughs> I am always right. I um, yeah. I like <laughs> to I like to educate myself. Yeah. I read a lot. Um, if I don't know something, I look it up. So I pride myself on being educated about things. I'm sorry I did not mean to come off as a dick like that. <laughs>
1: Now you got a tit on you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm gonna name. I'm gonna name <laughs> my next character that tit on you.
0: You not tit on you. Oh, anyways, um, that's pretty much all you need to create a character. Yeah, I mean, that's creating it. a
1: character is not too hard. You know, it's, it's creating an NPC. NPC. Sorry. Yeah. Um. You know, really, it's. You, you figure out what you need them for, and then you start to flush them out from there. And, like, a lot of these things are going to be dependent. Like, um, you know, even, for example, the voice, right? If you've got a character that's not going to have to speak, you don't have to worry too much about what they're going to sound like for a long time. Like, maybe you've got, like, yeah, you have to describe them and talk about them if there's, like, this high king. But the party's, like, not going to meet them for a very long time because they're just lowly peasants really and they're like why would they ever meet the king until way down the road like you don't you might not have to worry about designing that voice right away you can you can kind of hold off on it and get to it when you can
0: yeah um, we have one more thing for today and that's a shenanigans story Mm. I will read it I'll try not to die while reading this this is from Boaman3 on Discord. Session three of the game. The DM introduces the deck of many things. Have them take a card or two. One player fo- pulled the fates. Avoid any situation you choose, but only once. What do I do with it? He asks. Another responds, you'll know the right time when it comes. Session seven. Bad stuff happens. Should I use it? No, not yet. It's not time. Session 19. Terrible stuff. Even a death occurs. I have a card that gets me... No, not yet. It's still not time. Skip a few more of these similar events. Session 153. Great game. Went on for two years. Everyone forgot about the card. It's been nearly two years since he got it. The DM decides that the party is too powerful. One is an initiate of the Sevenfold Veil. One is an all-powerful Storm Druid. Everyone is high level and ridiculous and they beat anything thrown at them. The DM drops a mountain on them after they blow up a dwarven fortress built into the mountain. Sevenfold fail casts disintegrate around himself to protect from the mountain. Most of the party dies though. Suddenly a face lights up. I use my card that lets me get out of anything. The DM literally faceplates in sadness. I win the game! <laughs> I've never seen anyone <laughs> win D&D before. But if there was ever a time, it'd have to be him holding onto this card for 150 sessions just for this moment here.
1: Insane
0: insane 153 sessions you oh, hold on to this time. fates
1: card well and it sounds like there was some pretty <laughs> awful shit that happened throughout the throughout the 150 episodes right? where you'd like i'd have pulled it so early thinking about it <laughs> i mean that right there session 19 somebody dies you know it's like oh uh, that's pretty. Like you'd think. Like especially early in the game, you don't want people dying. Right? But you're if like, I had no. a
0: fates card, I would have used it to stop Thurman from dying.
1: No, not happening. Yeah, I'm killing him. You'd use it, and then all of a sudden, he'd get killed again.
0: God, I had no. to kill that beast. <laughs> no, Rude. a knife. A knife. No.
1: Oh man, no. <laughs> Matt, I know you love oh. Thurman, but I had to get rid of him. He was too much of a pain yeah. in my ass, although Inky's getting there, too. This is this is just a theme of, of Matt making characters that are a pain in my ass that I have to kill <laughs> Oh,
0: It's like that meme that you shared.
1: Oh, <laughs> the yeah. The
0: SpongeBob yeah. meme. God. Go? I'm
1: going to look at it again. You're
0: fucking... Um,
1: yeah, when the DM kills off your beloved character and you have to roll up a new one, and it's SpongeBob holding a sweater of its the own sweater tears. made of
0: tears. Yeah. <laughs> is this <laughs> better one better? One made I made tears. this one with my tears.
1: Exactly. That's that is definitely mm, Matt with Inky, and I'm like, it's not better, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, rude. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: How do I ban Matt for flipping me off in this?
0: snow? <laughs> Rude. Nah, he's not banned. He's no, fine. No, no. I,
1: um,
0: I, I think that's all we have for today, though. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, if you get the opportunity, do chaotic stuff like hold on to a fates card for 150 episodes of, or you know <laughs> right? sessions of Jeez. your game. Do that. It's funny.
0: Insane. And uh, um,
1: if you also get the chance, jump on our Discord and leave us more f- awesome stories to talk about like this. Because this, we love to hear about you guys' chaos in your games. We b- we bring a lot of chaos to our games, uh, so we want to hear about whatever chaotic things you guys are doing in your own games.
0: Yeah, uh, and make sure that you check out our games going on. So every first. And third Sunday of the month, you can catch QQA. So not tomorrow, um, but on February 7th, February 7th, um, will be the next episode of QQA. Tomorrow, for those of you watching the stream right now, tomorrow will be our first monthly module run by Miss Maude Amber. Um, With some of our friends playing, I'm very excited. This series is going to feature um, campaigns, like one-shot campaigns from the community. Yeah, Um, We're searching out, finding these campaigns from DMs Guild, from friends that we have to showcase their creations. Um, If you have a homebrew item, homebrew race class, anything that you think would be cool and you want to see us try to run... Um, in any of our games, in my game, in um, Nathan's game that's going to be coming up, when or in Saturday. Amber's game, um, let us know. Yeah. We'd love to try them out. We'd yeah, love to Tomorrow,
1: um, we're going to be having uh, What Gallon Found by Stephan, Stephen. I don't know I how to pronounce that. Stephen, maybe? <laughs> S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Is it pronounced Stephen? That'd
0: be Stephen. Or Stefan. It I mean, it be could Stefan. be both.
1: That's what I'm saying. So I don't know which one. I will one. say Steven, though. Stephen probably, but it could be Stefan uh, Bush. And uh, we're, we're super excited about that. Um, yeah. And that's going to
0: be at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
1: Ran by um, Mob Mischief. So make sure yeah. to check that out because it's going to be
0: awesome. Yeah. um, Like and follow us on all of our social medias, our Instagram, Facebook. Um, go hop in our Discord. We have a YouTube channel that I haven't posted anything to yet.
1: Soon enough. Um, We have the the content. It just needs to...
0: Yeah, I have the content. I just need to figure out how to edit videos. I'm not good at that yet. I'm good at editing audio, just not video. Yeah. But hopefully soon I'll have some things to put up there. Uh, Like our QQA I will be putting up on YouTube eventually. Sometimes. And
1: if you haven't already on the podcast front, make sure to follow us on or follow like review on all the, the things I know on, on some you have to, you can't review, but you can like it and follow it. Um, yeah. And on like Apple podcasts, you can leave us a review cause that super helps out the podcast. So um, definitely do so if you can, that would be, we would super appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. But until next time, this has been another episode of the Little Cool Podcast. Real Thanks for hanging out with real consequences. Sorry. Let's play D D, you and me, and all of our best friends, except that one guy. Let's play D D, our favorite RPG. Escape real life and play pretend for a while.